0: so you can be the leader in your life and your business, one who stands out and thrives. This is the place where women just like you create wealth from the inside out. very excited. Today I have Dr. Jessica Emery with me. She is a multi-passionate entrepreneur and like attracts like, the conversation that we yes. were having before the podcast is going to be birthed into this conversation, but Jessica, introduce us. Tell us a little bit about who you are, your story, and I cannot wait to learn myself.
1: <laughs> Hello, everybody. Yes, actually, I mean, absolutely. Like attracts like. I mean, we just got on right this podcast prior to and started the conversation. We're like, we better hit record because there are just I do believe on Instagram, it's so amazing through energetics, like how you do just the line and meet the people that you're supposed to meet. Um, but yes, I'm so happy to be here. And I love that we have connected. Um, I'm a multi-passionate as well, a former dentist by degree. Um, I had started a branding and marketing um, agency next to my dental practice back when that literally... Pulled me into it full-time online through a quarantine dream that I had had, a literal dream uh, about Charleston, South Carolina. I was living in Chicago at the time. I had never been here, never, and I've been everywhere, but like I had never been to Little Charleston before. And I saw it so vividly in my, in my mind. And usually you have a dream and it just goes away. You wake up, you remember it you don't see it again. And the second night, like I dreamed it again, vividly. So I told my husband, like, this is so crazy. I keep seeing, you know, Charleston. He's like, Jess, you know, get my iPad. And my husband is an avid golfer. He's uh, grew up playing professionally. He's um, loves it. And he had been looking at Charleston on his iPad. He's like, just dreaming about going to like some of the courses down here at some point. And I was like, that's three. We need to get on a plane when like the world opens up and go check it out. And so Charleston was actually open. It was during that time Chicago definitely was shut down, but um planes had opened back up and South Carolina was, you know, open for the most part. So we did, we got on a plane and came down here and every single little thing that happened from the moment we got here was like divine, like domino effect of yeses. Absolutely everything would be so different. Um If everything hadn't happened, I assumed that we were here because, an interject if I'm like going on and on, but I had a teeth whitening bar as well. So in Chicago, I had a dental practice, a fee-for-service startup dental practice that was amazing that I had. I was working under 24 hours a week. I had created it. It was uber successful. It was perfect. I was doing the dentistry I loved, cosmetic, and I had the time to work on my, um, digital media agency. So I had another brick and mortar space for that called Dental Soiree. So I had Sugarfix Dental Loft, Dental Soiree. And then I started a whitening bar called White Hot, H-A-U-T-E. So that was like a dry bar for women, but it was flights of white for whitening. So I started my own whitening product line and that was amazing. So people had asked me to franchise that model. So when we got to Charleston... And we found the only spot on King Street, the main street and pulled in and I opened the doors to this gorgeous 177 King building that was for rent. I, it was like magic. Like I just felt everything in my body and I was like, oh, oh, this is why we're here. I'm supposed to open another white hot. So white hot Chicago, white hot Charleston. And I took a picture, a selfie of myself for my Instagram and put it up. And I said, white hot do D-U-E-X, like white hot do question mark. And within five minutes, I got, I had a DM drop in from a dentist in Chicago, Dr. Brittany, who, whom I had never met before. She had been following me. She had been some of my courses. I didn't even, wasn't even aware. We'd never spoken. Literally looks just like me. She's like a soul sister, like unbelievable. And she said, oh my gosh, sugar fix is my dream practice. Are you relocating? And can we meet? And I was like, no, no, no. We are not. I am not going anywhere. Like I am, my practice is perfect. It's plumbed. Like we're living in our dream house, like on the lake of Chicago. I mean, three children and schools. Like no, no, no. Like it's all no. I'm not going anywhere. She said, "Would you, would you meet me for coffee?" Like she was insistent. So I was like, "Absolutely. I would love to meet you in person." So all of these other things happen in Charleston, like meeting people. We were on someone's boat. Like it was almost like we were living here. It was just so. Incredible the way it played out, um, and I got back and I met Dr. Brittany. And when I mean when she walked through the front door, the minute she walked through the front door, I knew in my entire body, my entire body was like, she's supposed to carry on the legacy here, and I'm supposed to move. It was like, it was like that. Which is even just to this day and this moment, even telling the story, it's like, whoa. So I said to my husband, let's put our house on the market and just see what happens. Because this is right after Corinth, right? The world is still like upside down. And the first person that walked through the front door of our home said, full ask, 30 day close on the 18th. And the 18th, I have a tattoo. Like, that's my number. Like, that's my number. (laughs) Like, Oh my God. This is crazy. So we were like, and that like the signs were like, pop it. Like we were like sign, 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 all of it. My husband knows me very well. And he's like, Jess, I'm behind you thousand percent. So he took our three kids. They came down to Charleston. I stayed and did my, you know, my three months. I got out of an apartment in Chicago, which was very difficult because I couldn't tell my team what was happening. Like they had no idea because of attorneys. Like I couldn't tell them that was probably the most difficult time and point in my career and life because I was so close with them um but I lived in an apartment and then came down here to be with my family and moved into the online space a hundred percent so I went from working in businesses in a business to on one with the freedom <laughs> which is so amazing it's like work from the beach by the pool like whenever and wherever I want. I could have never imagined. Well, I say I could have never imagined this life. However, I do believe that the beginnings of the seeds that were planted were during my career. I always had that, that itch, if you will, to create something online. It wasn't ever to leave dentistry in my brick and mortar, but I wanted to create something in the online space, something that could be evergreen, right? Something that could work, I could serve and I could impact, but would, you know, bring in money when you're asleep. That is like the dream, right? The American dream too, like the impact, but making money to do it. And I went to a Funnel Hackers Live where I watched, um, you know, so many people have a low ticket funnel making million dollars, like a jump rope funnel. And I was like, that's crazy. Like if they can do that, I can do that too. And I remember sitting in the audience at that time thinking, oh my goodness, this is what, you know, I... I would love to do so when i did go back to my dental practice after that conference i did start creating my first online um membership for dentists at the time called content club and it was something they had always asked me for because i did the branding and marketing that was through my digital media agency and so that was my first like stepping into that online space like it was all happening it was all unfolding i just didn't really see it it became so much bigger um and moved me over. So
0: wow, Jessica, just hearing your story gave me so many goosebumps. Like first, like obviously multi-passionate at its finest, like business, brand, marketing, dentistry, like all of the things <laughs> yeah. that like make you you. It, mm-hmm. It's so fascinating. And of course, like, that's what we attract here. Because what, what I was talking to you about before the podcast, if you even started, is like, when we go to outgrow who we've been, we need someone to replace us. And it's like, soul driven entrepreneurs are being guided constantly. And so it's like, yes. even though you didn't see it happening, your funnel was already being created. It just didn't look like you thought it would look you didn't realize what it was going to be as it was happening. But you are being guided. And here you are today, like, this woman, Brittany has your business. Yes. She found you from one post in one place. Yes. Not to mention your husband was like looking this place up, like I know. the golf course. Like it's just like, it's yes. such an incredible story. And I think oftentimes we overlook the dream. We mm-hmm. overlook the message. We overlook being guided and we start to question what it is we want because we're stuck with where we are. And it's like, we're being asked to change, we're being asked to grow. And as we grow and evolve, like we leave those parts and pieces of us behind. And what I love about you is you're really demonstrating how you can be multi-passionate and take those parts and pieces of you that you love and continue to weave them into the business that you're creating now as an online creator. And we can talk about like happy CEO, this woman is so happy, like look at her glow, but that's coming from brick and mortar. Like you had three businesses, right? And so you- you know that like what it took to create a business that is in person and be successful to what does that look like for someone who wants to grow online as a female entrepreneur? And if we don't have happy, then what's the point? You know, like I started my business without knowing I was starting a business with one mantra. I just want to be happy. And I didn't know what happy meant. I just wanted to be happy. And I remember like in my mind telling my boyfriend at the time, I just want to be happy. And I had lost my dad to cancer. I was going to college to make him proud. And I wanted to drop out of college. And I was afraid of what he would think of me. And I had to go for it, but I was being guided, right? It was like either that or continue to be miserable. And my happiness led me to go against what he told me, what society told me. To create mm-hmm. success, and in those moments, I was like the one going. Why would you leave your home? Like for you, example, yes. dream home, kids yes. are in school, you have three businesses. What do you mean you're going to sell everything and move yes. to another state because yes. of a dream you had? Like what? Yeah. Your and education, I think that that's such yeah. A living like uh, such a living, breathing example of like it's okay that you invested all this time into dentistry. It's okay that you sold yes. these business. It's okay, and now you're leaving it all behind to do something different. Because of a dream.
1: Chapters. you so have so many chapters. And it's like the next mm. one's blank. What chapter are you going to write? To yeah. be yeah. Follow your happy. It's exactly it. It's like we get this one beautiful life and day. And, you know, what are you going to make of it? And so many people, their jobs, especially for me, what I have found in, in dentistry as I, back to our conversation as far as expansion, is that they... You know, I have found that that dentistry is their identity, and that was never my identity, you know, like, and so trying to help them see past that because they don't believe that it could ever be any other way. And they still question me in my decisions as far as, you know, wait a minute, what? (laughs) I said, wait, you're not still okay. So I know you're doing that, but you're not practicing two days a week. You're not, you know, whatever. I said, no, like, I have literally not even looked back. Not for a second. That was a time. It, everything has a time and a place in our lives, and we have to trust in our instinct. We have to trust in our our guidance, like you said, that pull of where we're being called, and open up to that. Because, like you were saying, it's very easy to spin and and freeze and question yourself. And it's like if you can just let go of that and trust. It's like trust is the is the biggest thing. And uh, my trust. Has always my guidance um, and my trust, you know, has led my husband to say, okay. I mean, because it was a big, that was a really big move for you know, I the the businesses were well over seven multi six figure, seven figure, like literally saying, okay, you know, we draw the line, like let's let's do it, and I wasn't afraid to start again, you know, um, because I believed that I could and knew that I could. And I love and like, it.
0: Like for anyone that's listening right now, like, how did you know? Why did you believe? Like, what is it for someone that's listening to this? Like, how do I know when I can trust? How do I know when this is the next decision? Like what happened other than the dream, other than the number 18, other than like, how did you know? What What are you looking for? What did you have inside of you that you're like, this is it?
1: Yeah. Oh, goodness. Like, cause signs are everywhere for sure. Like I, I, I'm sure, you know, too, like if people's eyes are wide open to them, literally there are signs all around us, you know? Um, uh, but for me, it was, it's really like listening to my inner compass and, and guidance, um, and trusting that I don't, I don't really know. It's just like this internal knowing Like when I know, I know, Um, for example, like right now, and we were talking about this before we got on this podcast too, like there's an internal tug of war going on with me right now where my intuition and it's so crazy because this post as a sign kept popping up in front of me, which I sent to my assistant, which was like, change, change. Just showing you the picture change fucking direction like I hope you don't mind it just swore. but it's it's yeah. the what it says is all about what we're talking about like you see what you've never seen before when you change yourself you change everything around you because you're growing too big blah la blah, blah. this is it um and so I know better I know better and that is a sign and there are signs but I keep I keep going against it, and my body feels it, everything feels it. It's just like trust, 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 and and let go of that business. but sometimes when you build something that's so beautiful, so amazing, so you know whatever i I'm going against my own little words of wisdom here when I know, and I just have to like I said make that make that move um so I would say when your body doesn't feel when you're not listening, like I'm not listening, for example, i things like your body may not feel well. Like you just, you know, you're off, right? It's kind of like an inner feeling.
0: I think you said something really beautiful that I've talked about since I found yoga and it's your heart is the inner compass and you know, and sometimes you stay busy to not look at what you know and the signs, they keep coming and keep coming until they get loud enough that there's no other way to look and there's no right time to close the door to this other business. It's when you're like, okay, I'm ready to be in alignment with what I already know to be true. And then you're no longer swimming upstream. Everything gets to just be so much more easeful. And sometimes we stay in the relationship in the business, in the friendship, in the habit, because we're not ready to grow. And then the moment that we're ready for the expansion of what's next, it's like, okay, I'm ready. Like there's never more of a time now than when now is now. And when you're ready for the now, it's like, your body knows and sometimes we get sick, sometimes we injure yes. ourselves and sometimes yes. we stay burnt out, whatever it may be. And so it's like, the only yeah. way for you to know is when you know, right?
1: Right, no, it's path of least resistance always. And that is something, as soon as you feel the stickiness or the the resistance, that just reminded me that I, um, during my dental career, what gave me the opening, if you will, another sign out sign, when I was pushing against, um, I did have an injury in dental, where I was wearing like big wedge heels, walking into a beautiful garden party in the water, like on this water's edge, just a neighbor of ours. And I took a divot with my, with my heel and went down on my thumb and ended up tearing. So I was like thinking I, I had just sprained it or whatever, not telling my husband to so like, I'm a dentist. Okay. Without my hands, I can't work. I had a very small practice, small team, just me. Right fee for service, meaning, you know, here in the States, it means I collected a hundred percent up front. So it wasn't that I was on insurances and I had accounts receivable or anything, literally like what money came in, you know, went out kind of thing. And I went into work the next day to go do a block on someone like get them numb. And my thumb was like hanging and my thumb wouldn't work. And I was like, oh my God. So I had to go to the doctor and they're like, you're out of work for three months, three months. And I was like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, I don't think you understand. Like that's, that's not gonna work for me. I I don't you can't do that I remember getting my husband like the biggest bottle of his favorite alcohol taking it home and having it on the counter and he looked at me he's like you're out right like cast he's like you're you're done like for whatever but we could not so here was the thing that injury that occurred that is when I had started my online thing as well I ended up creating an entire website for so many things happened in that three months oh my goodness but the universe like gave me that grace i was fighting 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 against it and i was like okay let's just knock you out and give you that space like i learned the hard way but yet it was a gift at the same time so sometimes us getting sick or hurting ourselves ultimately in reflection was the gift because we were pushing and it's like the biggest freaking knock on our head right or our our heart like sorry you weren't listening (laughs) so here you go (laughs)
0: I love that so much. It's like the gift, right? Like the injury is the gift and whatever it is that you're experiencing is like, what happened for me, I would say is like the universe would tell me to rest and I wouldn't rest and my car would yeah. break down. And then I would borrow my friend's car and that car would break <laughs> down. And I was like, how many times <laughs> do I need that? Like it's time to rest and slow down. And sometimes it's just like, I'm here and I'm just going to get louder until you listen. Yes. And what you could create and what you could do in that three months is just incredible. And to just transition our conversation a tiny little bit from multi-passionate to CEO What do you tell someone that's getting the sign that it's time to pivot, to change the niche, to go online, to change exactly what they're doing, to be the happy CEO? Like, what is your advice as someone who has been resisting and also listening, expanding and also pausing? And you're in that. You know dance between doing and taking action and then not taking action and looking at the signs but like i'm not ready yet like what do you tell your clients
1: oh my gosh well i've done everything to, until probably like last year in my careers uh, by myself figuring it out in dental school we don't learn how to start a business create a business we don't learn about branding and marketing we don't learn you just get spit out no pun intended right um, so growing that, doing that, and then even moving into the online space, learning how digital products, I mean, oh my gosh, right. The learning curve, um, what I would say to anybody, cause if I could go back, here's the thing as a, as a quote unquote doctor, right? Like I didn't learn or know about females in this industry or coaches or mentors. Like I did not know. So. Here's another quick little story. When I got down here, uh, my hairdresser here kept saying that I needed to meet one of her clients, like a client at the salon. And it didn't happen. It didn't happen. We could not make it work. And so it was supposed to work. And then it, it didn't work that day for whatever reason. She had to cancel. And then we finally had our day we were supposed to get together. I was in the online space feeling like that little girl in Nemo, like like hitting the glass of the fish tank, right? Like hitting the glass of my computer, like dentist, hear me, see me, like whatever. Meanwhile, they're working in people's mouths, okay? Like, so they're not even online, let alone being on Instagram, right? Dentistry is still in circa 1960, unfortunately. So I was in this masculine, crazy ass place where I was literally, like my vibration was not good. I wanted to cancel because I knew she's a female coach, right? And I knew she would feel my energy. But I was like, I cannot cancel this because we have had tried to make this happen three times and it hasn't happened. So I'm going. So we go, I meet her. She's amazing. We're having a conversation. I'm like, Ugh. so we start drinking mimosas and I'm like, oh, I'm just like going through this right now, like blah, blah. I was like, the launch just was not going. And she's like, can I just mirror you for a second? And let me tell you something, like when I mean the tears started to flow down my face, I'd like to say it was the mimosas that broke down my emotional wall, but I literally was like, and I had never had that experience. I had never been with a a coach or with somebody. I've always done it hard against like with myself. So um, that was the beginning. And then she introduced me to people in the online space, AFE, et cetera, et cetera. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is my entire world changed. And I I went from that masculine energy into learning, learning all about feminine energy. And it was so, it was so amazing. So what I would say is, oh my goodness, first and foremost, like, and I've always done personal development as well, but Tony Robbins, more masculine, right? All the masculine drivers, which I love. I think that there's a place for all of it. But I would find somebody that you relate to, someone that is where you want to be, like you with retreats, right? Like if I, I I figured it out myself, I did workshops and retreats. I've been doing them for years, but I figured it out myself. You don't think of things like the cost, right? How to come up with the price to make sure that your costs are covered, et cetera, et cetera. There's a lot of things that go into it. I would want to hire an expert, someone that knows what they're doing, like you. So If I were a woman like that wanted to do a thing, there is someone for that thing. Find them and lock arms with them because it is the seat on the rocket ship. Like, Mm -hmm. and I wish I knew that. I wish I knew that back then because it has taken me so long um, to get to where I am now, which is okay. And I'm grateful. I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful to be where I am and know what I know now. And
0: what you said, like that really resonated with me from the very beginning is like how you go through a school, you go through a training, you get a degree and then you just get spit out. That (laughs) happened in my yoga teacher training. Like I had no idea how to run a business. And so there I was like hustling, doing all of the classes, trying. And then I realized that we weren't taught how to be yoga professionals, And actually make a a living doing it. And so there you are, like, you don't know how to make a website, you don't know how to brand yourself, you don't know how to come up with a product suite, you don't know how to actually make sure it's profitable. Then I was throwing spaghetti at the wall when I sold everything I own to move to Costa Rica to try to lead retreats, I was paying 1000s of dollars to lead these retreats. And so oh my gosh, if I just had someone from the beginning show me how to do it, I could have saved so many years of being a hustling yoga teacher. And I think that's what happens for us is when we learn how to do it innately as a woman, we wanna teach people. And my first coach was very masculine and it had to be structured and it had to be funnels. And we can't make babies without masculine and female energy. We need both. And you can't just be in alignment and create a business. Like you need to have strategies And you need to be showing up. And even our mentor, How We Met, like she's very masculine in the way in which she does it, but she's also the embodiment of it. And as a yoga teacher and soulpreneur. I'm like, you have to be the embodiment of your work to attract what it is that's in your world, which is why you and I are sitting here today, even having this conversation. It's like, because right. we attract the people that we are. And yes. when we want to find a mentor, it's like, look for someone that is where you desire to grow to. So you don't have to just guess and check. And when the mentor comes, like, we were talking about before, you know, and sometimes that knowing is scary, because you're like, Oh, my gosh, I've never invested this much. Oh, my gosh, I really work with her. But then that comes the limiting beliefs and the never done it before. I mean, when I first found my coach, I had never invested that much money other than in my yoga teacher training. And this was three times the amount of my yoga teacher training. And I'm like, what?
1: What? Yes, (laughs) I know, right? It's the investing in yourself. It's huge. I mean, I've always invested in myself now, even in my world, I understand. So I just put myself for the first time too, in a high level, like high ticket level master um, mind. And I literally was even, I was just like, ooh, it just felt, but it was expansive, right? I was like, I'm gonna sit with it for a second. Usually like I'm a quick pull, like I, and I sat with it. And then I went back um, and jumped into it. I still tell to my husband, this. I'm like, that was the best freaking, he'll be like doing QuickBooks. He's like, who is this? And I'm like, and that was the best freaking money that was ever, ever, ever spent. The women I met, the expansion that happened, the clarity, like, holy, holy. I was like, I understand why the women that charge what they do, why it is what it is. And they attract the women, you know, and for me, that was, that was that high level, like the entrepreneur that. It was actually a human design mastermind too. So it was like all our five lines. Um, I've learned a lot this past year about human design and I'm obsessed with it. So um, I think it's just, yeah, opening up to just new things, different things, like back to the expansion, trusting your instinct. If it feels in your body, like it's a F yes, then you just just do it. I always find a way, the money to me finds a way back, you know, even tenfold because time is money as well. Mm-hmm. So if you get that clarity early on by investing and having somebody, because let's also talk about how freaking lonely it is online, it's very different for me. Brick and mortar, I was surrounded by my teams all the time. Leading, I loved it. Having a virtual team and being online by yourself, like I had to get a space for myself downtown literally and thank goodness I could afford to do so like in this but like to just to be in the energy to get on the elevator with others to say good morning and be with people because in my even though I have this beautiful like office and space and home I'm like I cannot be my creative just shuts down I'm like I and this is my personality right I'd have to like move and be in other places but I'm just like I don't I don't know I just feel like you've got to invest on what will bring you joy happiness and it's in being with somebody to to listen to you instead of you as a management entrepreneur serving and impacting others all the time and leading which is so amazing sometimes you've got stuff it would be nice for you to have somebody that you can you know in your pocket to talk to too help guide yeah. your thoughts when you start to spin out right <laughs>
0: Exactly. And something that I always say on my podcast and in my lives, I'm like, please comment, engage, share, say hi, because like I started my business because I live in the jungles of Costa Rica and there isn't the same networking and connection that happens here. So if you are listening to this, be sure to screenshot it and share with us (laughs) on Instagram what you're taking away because it is lonely online. And that's why I love to have business besties and masterminds and people that I can connect with. So it isn't just this one-way conversation, but like I really encourage others to engage with me. And one of the things that I talk about in my programs too is like, if you want social media to be social, are you engaging with other accounts? Correct. Are you responding? Because some people are like, but nothing's happening. My Instagram isn't growing. And I'm like, are you engaging? No. Yes. Well, <laughs> well, like it has to be a two-way tree because looking at Instagram as like your storefront, how yes. are you greeting people that start following your community and in, in, in alignment with your mission how are you writing to people when they're sharing on your post and then they're responding to your stories it's like we want to have that same type of network and also we want to be able to talk to people that are growing to where we grow and yeah I would say like my masterminds and my programs like that's where I get to meet others and where I love others get to meet each other's yes. inside of mine it's like the networking and the growth and then like the next time Jessica and her family come comes to Costa Rica, they can say, Hey, Amber, where are you? Let's get together, you know? And like, that's really what makes the online space is like, You, everyone listening has a story that what they did in COVID and what happened during COVID and what happened after COVID. And so it's like, how are we going to let that moment in time really mark where we went from that story? And Mm -hmm. now, amplified is the social media and people going online and who we can meet and who we can work with. And like you said, the impact, the impact that we can have because if you're not having impact, like for me, I found that the money's boring. (laughs) It's like not the same. If people aren't having results, it's like, well, then what's the point? Why not go and get a job?
1: Right. Right. I, I have found, you know, and I'm sure that there are the people out there that like to be like solo, solo solopreneurs and work by themselves. I feel like you and I are in alignment completely on. I like my masterminds feed my soul. Like I love humans. That's my favorite thing is group like being with other people. Um, But yes, Instagram for sure, windows to the soul of your business. And I, like my dental business, because I wasn't on insurances, I grew it and scaled it, converted huge cases in the DMs on Instagram. And then I sold a dental practice on Instagram. So like, that's the power of this platform and, but the biggest part is, yes, it is a not a post and ghost. It is a social platform. And so you have an opportunity energetically to show up and just like I said, put everything in. And I think as entrepreneurs, at least for me, I, when I got into the space, I spun myself out very quickly thinking I needed to be on everywhere, right? YouTube, YouTube. Pinterest, TikTok, like you name it. I did it all. Um, and not that well because well, you know, I stuck to Instagram because it is my favorite. But I would say pick your platform of choice. Like Instagram is my baby too, like yours. I love it so much. It feeds my soul. So like that's where I feel good. That's where I'm gonna show up because it's gonna be my true self, like pouring through. But yeah, authentically showing up as yourself and engaging would be would be everything that's how we met that's how all of my relationships like all in for business you bring in your soul line people and this is the other thing people like if you're thinking it's a saturated market it's not like everyone has a unique fingerprint like there's enough for everyone i say this like even when i was a dentist there were five dentists outside my door that accepted insurance what made me different it was like my uniqueness my authenticity my branding and marketing like show up fully embodied like who you are and then your people will just literally drop in. You know, it's amazing
0: is what I talk about all the time. It's like, you're going to stand out by being who you are. And that's yeah. why multi-passionate have a gift. And the gift is like, they have their hands in many different places and spaces at once. And the more that you bring your magic and you share your gifts, you will like attract like, and you'll have a growing community. If you don't, I'm going to quote you on this is the posting ghosts. Like that is yeah. so powerful. Like don't post and ghosts If you want to grow your community and only one platform, otherwise you're going to get burnt out until you master one and one. Place that you absolutely right. love, then you can go and repurpose. Thank you so much, Jessica. I think that we could talk for hours. Yes, keep, we could <laughs> keep going, and and we definitely should on Instagram and keep the conversation going. But what to you does it mean to amplify your impact as a multi-passionate mama of three, entrepreneur following her heart?
1: Uh, what does it my, mean to amplify? Amplify. Oh my gosh. Just probably just to, I know I just a oh, heart, soul led stepping in just to freaking impacts the world to the max with the, with the gifts that, you know, if we're talking about me, I have we as a collective, I feel like are here with purpose and to step into what that purpose is, what that dream is fully embodied. As we had said, realizing that you can evolve and expand and change and pivot along the way um but just keep listening to your divine call then that intuition right yeah keep following that because it will never ever ever lead you astray and Mm -hmm. so just i do feel like we're here to impact as many humans like on earth as possible with the gifts that we have been um you know given so
0: so beautiful, Jessica. Can you share with the listeners what your Instagram is since we know that's your platform of choice. If they want to follow you, they want to come and find <laughs> you and your mission and your story.
1: Of course, of course. Um, so I run four. Can you believe it? So I like to say to everybody that if you are like, oh my gosh, this is hard, you can do it. You can do it. Um, I have two for dental because I uh, but I'll give you my personal is Dr. Jessica Emery. That's my handle. So Dr. Jessica Emery is where um I am most of the time. And then I have now launched into um Happy CEO Club is the other handle. So Happy CEO Club, and I am now currently, like I said, expanding um out of dentistry, out of the dental box, and into uh female entrepreneurs and like I said, helping them catalyze their dreams into cash flow and just living their best. Yeah, lives. Um it's so good. It's so good. Thank so you so good. much for having me today. I Thank appreciate. Thank
0: you it. and I will put you in the show notes both of those Instagrams and if you're listening be sure to share this on Instagram your biggest takeaway and tag us both. Bye. Thank you. Bye.